Hey, hey, hey. This is Little Turkan. Little Turkan coming into you today with another show of the... Bread inspiration that you're going to get today. You're going to get a slice of bread on the daily bread. How are you today? It's a beautiful sunny day. And we have a lot of people out today just coming and going and doing their thing. It's a spring day, very beautiful uh, day in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, we have, uh, we'll just get straight to the uh, course of things. We have uh, Pittsburghers and Pennsylvanians that feel that they you know, are in control of my uh, well-being and in control of my uh, properties and things that I have that are not theirs because they've used money from my royalties and music to gain these properties just like Joe Smalls. And I, you know, I try to, you know, plead to these guys to try to get through to their minds that you cannot continue using the properties that you use my money to buy the properties with, and you uh, murdered my mother to keep those properties. With the common pleas and um, the sheriff's department and people that are still trying to extort me on that end of it now because they're using their mothers to do their extortion. And taking the fact that they're Mabel Gray to try to get some of that money from Mabel Gray that was hers and they extorted and murdered to get. My investigations come with all types of angles on the facts. This is Blaze X Investigations, Open Eyed Security, and Safe and Secure. I'm on the grind, everything I see. And what I do is I check out the infrastructure to see where the breaches are and where the monies are being stolen at. In my business as well as the family business. From what I see, that they have the mothers at the gate. Getting the mother money from my mother. They've stolen all of her money and mine. They've extorted it through the system and they're using it in extortion that way to spread the money out through their family. This is what my investigation found out psychically, telepathically, and a little flat foot work. Of course, I had to uh, put a little flat foot work in it. These are the problems that we have in the infrastructure of America today. These people seem to think that extortion is something that they can do to other people that they feel that they can get a hold to their money and take it. And I'm not saying white people in general, but everybody's doing it. My thing is this. You did it to my mother, and you expect for your mother to be able to go through it without having a problem, and I know it. You got your, you have your mother at the gate now. You switched the changing of the guards to your mother so she can get the money for the extortion for you, her, and the whole damn shebang. 
You have to get up pretty early in the morning, Michael Savage, to battle with me, man. So if you come in my black neighborhood trying to extort any of this money that I get, it's in the black neighborhood. That's the reason why we keep you out, because you're extorting me now, using your mother or anything else to do it. So you can't battle with me or try to be with strategies. I got you. I know where you're at in your breaches, and you're stealing from me, and I caught you again. And your mama, too. I'm frying you, dude, and your mom, because you really actually murdered mine, so your mother can get my mother's allotment. Am I getting clued? You know, getting through to you now? Racist white man. I'm coming for your juggler. I'm gonna suck you dry just like you did me. I'm a vamp now. Because I got some demon shit too. You still wanna rumble with that? God has angels that are warriors. That'll make you feel like a demon is kicking your ass. But it's an angel. This is the angels, man. You play, man. You can't run the demons. That's the reason why your uh, audience is getting thin. Because the people that want to hear the godly words and the godly angels sing through their opera or, or, or choir. They don't want to hear you anymore. They want to hear God talking. It's God's work now. It's God's time. It's time for you to start understanding that you can't keep taking people's money and extortioning. You, you know you have extorted me on my social security so much. In Pittsburgh, I'm on you. Because you are nothing but a bunch of extorters from East Liberty to Baltimore to Greensburg. You've all stolen my money. $159,000 for a whole entire existence. At the time, I had my quarters together and ready to get paid. And what did you do? What did you do? The black man that worked for you, he told me, he said, these whites in here, they're looking at your money. And you uh, lumped over a lot of money. And they feel that a black man doesn't deserve that kind of money without them managing it. So that's why they're going to mismanage your money. You better get you somebody. And don't get you somebody from around here because they have all the attorneys. Pair sold me out because they let my quarters run out. I could have got the full of benefits, but they didn't do it. And me and Barb from that organization had words about it because when I went to question it, I, I didn't say anything, but I went to ask her, ask her a question and she said, well, so what do you think we had something to do with anything? And I said, well, that's not what I was going to say, but come to think of it, since you mentioned it, yeah. I think that you didn't put my quarters in in time and that made it to where as, you know, I lost them. This is what you do to black people. If I was white, you would have been on it. I know how you crackers do. 
I don't have no respect for you because you don't have nothing for me and I'm giving it to you. That's the reason why I don't have nothing for you. I'm not wasting my respect on you crackers and you don't give me none. I'm going to catch you when you think that you're getting over and I'm going to show you that you ain't getting shit. Until you give me my money back and quit taking my money off of my account because whoever's letting you in there, that's disclosure. So if it's my bank, they're in trouble. That's disclosure. You're not supposed to be letting nobody, even the government, play with the money. You know what normally comes in there. So you're extorters. And don't try to teach me a lesson. I'm teaching you one. Every time you try to teach me one, I'm putting you on blast. This is the angels. You can't play that game no more. We're playing this game with you, and it's not a game. It's letting you know every time you try to chastise somebody for telling on you, we're going to chastise you even ten times more. So that'll keep you from telling. That'll No, that'll keep you from teaching the people from trying to tell when you do the things you do. And that'll keep you from doing the things you do. On taking. You're nothing but a pickpocket. That's all you are. You're nothing but a extorters. You have to realize who you are before you start really actually trying to battle. <laughs> You're nothing but a pickpocket. If I bump up into you downtown Pittsburgh and my wallet is gone, that's you. That's you. So know your role. I don't care what company you work for or what department you come from. Know your role. Even if you're the president, know your role. You're nothing but a pickpocket. Because you put yourself in the places where people's money is supposed to come and you intercept it. So why are they letting you do that? They're in big trouble. And I want their heads. Because if they're letting, they letting you come into our, my account and get my money, I want their heads because I want you to go into their accounts, the authorities, and take their money and give it back to me from what they've been doing for 42 years. <clears throat> See, these are Interpol indictments. These are not just federal indictments. These are Interpol indictments. Scotland Yard is involved. They're issuing out indictments in their country as well as everybody else because this is the angels now. They can do their laws. You have to you have to abide by this. The rules have changed on that. I've given them the opportunity to be legal and forceful. The people involved can't be because they're caught in criminal crimes that or corruption and things of that nature there that they have to explain things on that they really don't have to because people seen them do it for 42 years. What we need for them to do is go sit it down somewhere and get the new beginning started on people having a transition for a better way of existing in society. You know, so we don't want our people. I don't want our children. If I do have any children and here and it, it doesn't look like these people are, you know, I don't know if I, you know, what. Now I might have a chance of having a child in this world because it's the angels. But before I used to say I didn't want any kids in this world. That's the reason why I don't really have any because I didn't want my child to go through the, the demon part. A lot of kids didn't make it. A lot of families don't have their children with them because of these authorities like this hiding behind 
these systems and shooting and killing these kids in the streets and saying that it's right because they were out there and they were being disruptive. That's not a license to kill them, though. There's kids, man. And the government was killing them. Dr. Dre was behind the helms even back then. The, the government had him in, in, in there for a long time. Even on Obama's watch, do you realize there was more black killings in the street and Obama didn't do shit? He didn't say nothing, just like he's not saying nothing now about my mother about this, because the simple fact is they're guilty by association with people. I tell it like it is because Michael Savage is going out there telling it like it is. I'm not a punk bitch. It's either you know you're going to kill me or you're not. And you know if you take that risk, you know exactly what's going to happen. So that's a bold one because you took out Martin Luther King for the same thing. You took out Malcolm X for the same thing. He was telling things that you didn't want people to know on the demon side. So the demon said, kill him. But this is the angel now. So their, their, their redemption is on this side. And I'll carry that because the simple fact is I'm just actually speaking out like them. So, that, so that their dream is alive again. Through me. I'm willing to pay the price because I paid the price already. I've lost a lot. And losing me doesn't even matter because if it does, it's God's will. But I know he knows that I have a lot of work to do in his name. This is the angels. It's time to change. We're not going to die out and it's the angels just because Dr. Dre and the demons wanted to be the demons and they wanted to kill humanity out and they reign. The demons reign on earth like before man, they reign because God created those creatures. The scary things to perhaps maybe learn them and see what, you know, he created the person who created those things. Well, entity, it's, it's complex. And you can't say people, the entity, because Lucifer, he, he created him. And he created those things. Because those were his toys to play with. But they were scary toys. God was always fascinated about them things, but they got kind of out of hand. It's not a mythological belief, belief in Zeus and all that. That's a myth for them to have. And it's, to me, I, I used to watch the Hercules movies and all that and watch the big creatures and different things like that. They were always fascinating to me. That, that's what I liked about the Greeks as far as that, you know, but they were kind of reminding me of the Chinese when it came to the speaking on the movies. They never could have the sound right with the, uh, with the words, you know. But, you know, I watched those movies as a kid and uh, they always fascinated me. But, you know, as far as the biblical sense, they, you know, that wasn't, you know, that's not even their God. You know what I'm saying? Zeus is not their God. That's a myth. But God is their God. They're so supposed to be Catholics or Protestants or whatever they want to be, Methodists, whatever 
they choose to be but you know they're people just like anybody else and, and, and um, the point that I'm saying is that people have to learn how to get along with each other and respect each other's ideologies and beliefs without having to be angry at each other because you disagree about something you know what I mean it's just it's, you can't just be angry you might be like disappointed that they don't understand or they don't or they it might understand but they don't agree they have a different philosophy about it that's where we have a problem because we always get angry when some of us have a different philosophy than other oh you think I'm stupid no man I'm not thinking you stupid all I'm all I'm saying is that I hear what you're saying but I, I have a disagreement on about what you're saying but if that's the way you feel, my brother, then that's the way you feel. But this is the way I feel about it. Okay, man, let's go have a beer. You know, not, not you know, pop Swiss blades and be ready to cut each other up about it. Like Swiss cheese or something. Because, you know, we in here to try to get along. We're not here to try to kill each other and do things in a way to where we're doing things uh, wrong with each other. Hurtful, you know what I mean? Quit hurting each other. Because I'm not there to try to hurt you. I'm just trying to enlighten you on the angels and demons. You wanted an, you wanted an interpreter on why and who wasn't afraid to do it. It's not having to do with anything against the Greeks on them, them believing, not seeking the truth. It's not against anything against that. It's, it's the truth for God to be heard. You were muting him. Because you were muting me. And I'm not saying I was him. But I'm a tool of him. So, if he's in me, wielding me and using me, to try to project to you the belief in him. Why would you try to mute me? Because you're muting him. As well as him being inside of all of us and trying to come out and say things. And you're muting him because you're muting the good side of you because the bad side's taking over. And we understand that. That's why I tell my brothers inside and my sisters inside, I know you're going to do what you're going to do and you're upset. And I do it too. Don't get me wrong. I ain't saying I'm different from your ass. I'm the same as you. I get mad. I get upset. You know, but you will be. You, you will be redeemed on this side of it. I promise you that. God has it. If you walk in the path of the righteous and you try to do the best you can, he didn't make us, you know, to where we were perfect because he wanted that flaw because he needed us to be with sin when he comes, when we come to him so he can clean you up. Because the simple fact is if we all were, you know, uh, made in his Im image, we would be perfect. And that can be kind of boring to him because you'd be too much like him. You'd be trying to be him. And who is him? We can't really figure out who is God. So to try to be like. So as soon as you try to know him, you don't know who he is because he's not like that only. There's many visions and 
many interpretations of what he is, who he is, as far as an entity, higher power. It always keeps the philosophy in your mind wondering to the point to where you have something good to think about, about him. And this is the time to think good about God. This is the time to think good about him and be able to save that oven up there in the sky from burning out and we being in nothing but a blizzard, cold, sub-zero temperature existence. We don't want the sun to, you know, supernova either to where as it explodes, then we're all dead. Who, who controls that? <coughs> Excuse me. God does. That's his oven burning. His oven is burning to keep us warm. And we must respect that and have a good R going in the atmosphere to where we take care of our planet so we can take care of the sun. The moon's just a rock. It burned out a long time ago before Earth and everything was formed with humans. It had a meaning, but the existence went away and never formed life again. Do you want Earth to be a rock like that? Let's save it and become reborn and stop excavating our Earth and going into the habitats of these animals and destroying their living to where we don't have oxygen down in the forest, you know, the green forests down in the South America. Beautiful lands. It's beautiful down there, but it's just dangerous and deadly because of the creatures. The existence of those are that's the last of the uh, Garden of Eden. Those places. That's how God had the animals. And that's how Adam and Eve roamed. And these animals were without sin and they didn't bite. Those poisonous snakes didn't bite. Didn't do that. They walked all around them. That's how God had Adam and Eve. But the serpent. It's always the serpent. That's the reason why I don't like snake handlers. They're serpent handlers. They play with the, they play with the serpent. He came, Lucifer came to them, Adam and Eve through the serpent, and they were confused from the serpent to become someone they're not, and that's someone with knowledge and knowing. God wasn't ready for them to know yet. They wasn't able to handle the knowing of having an experience on them being ready for that knowledge. They were innocent to everything. Innocent to the point to where they didn't have no uh, knowledge about sex or any or them being naked. So when God seemed that they had, you know, he didn't know, but when they ate the apple, when the serpent convinced them to bite it and get the knowledge, the knowledge from the apple.
They got the knowledge from the apple. That's the reason why I don't really like too much apple pie. And a, apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, the doctors murdered my mother. So, you know, the apple. You know what I mean? So, um, they have these different sayings on things that's concerning people. And with that, I didn't really like the fact that the serpent used them and they used the apple and it was Lucifer and the serpent. So therefore, they know, they know knowledge now. So God came around and asked where they were. They were hiding in the weeds, in the shrubbery, in the bush. God said, well, Adam, where are you? Eve, where are you? They didn't say anything. So, you know, God, he gets a little run, you know, thunder in his little voice, you know, when he really means what he means. And um, things kind of shook because he was getting tired of playing. So they told him where they was at and they said, uh, we're here. And he said, why are you hiding? And they said, because of the way we look. And he said, well, how about, he said, well, how do you know about the way you look? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? And they said, we're naked. How do you know about being naked? And that's when he knew that they bit the apple of knowledge. And he scolded them. He scolded them and he said, now you're punished now. You bit the knowledge, the apple of knowledge, and I told you not to bite it. Now you have to learn with free will to learn. That's what you said you wanted to, you know, have because when I told you not to bite it, and eat it, you did. You wasn't ready for it yet. To never never eat the apple off the apple vine. Because that was the apple of knowledge for them to know their existence, who they were, if they were naked, because he had them running naked and running free. You know, Adam's tools was just jangling in the wind. And Eve's, and Eve's too, airing out too. So they, they didn't know. They were innocent like children. You know how your little kids play together and one's a little girl and one's a little boy? And that's one of those things to where they have an existence on finding out they're different. Children know, but they don't care. You know, they're little babies. You know what I mean? But when, you know, you're learning for the first time that you are who you are, you're kind of a little baby too. Because you, they, they learned that they were humans, they learned that they exist in everything. And that is one of those things that the children try to understand with the adults. They have a lot of things to look forward to in the situation. 
These are the angels and demons. I'm talking to you with reality. And I'm sorry for me to, you know, be blunt about things because you know me on my show, just like Michael Savage does on his, I don't play around with any games. I call it as it is. I call a spade a spade and I call it an ace an ace. Ace of spade. It cuts anything in the spade deck when you're playing spades. Secondary to what? The joker and the spade too. So that's third in line. Ace of spade. So I think it's a pretty good cutter shark. You know what I'm saying? You always bet on the black because the black has the power to keep the black strong. It's not trying to conquer anyone with the black. It's to conquer the black with the black. So you won't forget you black. Black. Then you won't be worrying about these crackers giving you some type of cracker attack, black. Because you are fending off all that by keeping them out your business, black. Because you gave them your money, black, and you let them know that, you know, this is your money because we're stealing it from him to give it to you. Because that's what you told me to do. <clears throat> and I'm just trying to let you know that I want my cut too. You know what I'm saying? But you know, your brother got a better plan for you. I got a better plan for you, brothers. And you sisters too. How about betting on black and betting on me and you? And we can sever the tie from those racist crackers too. How about us putting it down for what we know? Something that we can have for our own black cash flow. You understand? This is my poetry that I try to give to you because I try to give you the knowledge to see who you really are in this game they play too. They got you to sell out, sell out you, to play me. How can you? Because I'm black just like you, but they forgot you. You know, you sold out your black. They forgot that. That's the reason why they dying in that white attack. The white isn't strong as it seemed to be because they had to get you to be white too to even try to perceive anything in what you see. Because you don't see the truth, you've seen, you've seen a, an illusion that they bring to you. Because they had to use you to get their numbers up too. I tried to talk some gel talk knowledge to you because I try to let you know that I'm down with them too. Because you made me be in this jail house with them too. Yes, it's a jail house because I'm free to the eyes to see. But they don't see the shackles and chains on me. That's invisible from the system shackling me down, you see. Killing me from within, internally. So what do I do? 
I do what Malcolm did. I kill him. Any means necessary. And I have to do. What I have to do to try to get myself through. Who's going to fight for you in all that bad that you do? If I stay with you. I have to separate myself from you to have some existence and some good to try to save you. Because my burden is put on me from God way before I was born to try to take this task to see it through. Do you understand my heaviness that I bring to you? I have a burden on me that I have to carry to try to save people that don't want to be saved and people that hate me. Now, God has a strange sense of humor, but he wants it done. What do you do? Do you say, no, I can't see it through? Or do you say, where can I dig the best out of me? So I can't lose myself to this demon, to this abyss that they have for me, that they set up for me to have myself lose who I am, who my existence is, who my family is, who my woman is, who my children are. Who am I? Because I don't know. I try to get knowledge to try to find out more about my tree, but they don't want me. So what do I do in a situation like that? Well, I keep fighting back. And I come out and I establish myself to something more better. A cause that is going to achieve the facts of the knowledge that they lack. And that's the reason why the situation is like that. I'm not giving nobody anything wrong. I'm not trying to sing the same old song. I'm giving you knowledge so you won't be wrong. And you'll know the facts about the angels and demons on the attack. The angels are in charge, but the demons don't want to let go. They're not in power no more. Anything they've had in their existence is terminated. Because God has the rules and the regulations of the new day and the new way. You might have thought that I was more or less a person that hated no, I disliked a lot of things that not only white people done, but people, man, my people as well, because they were living in this hell. But they forgot one thing. You don't climb the ladder to try to get the brass ring unless you're bringing God along 
or putting him ahead of you and let him guide you through. How about that? He's the pilot and you're the co-pilot. Not God is the co-pilot and you're the pilot. He's the pilot and you're the co-pilot. So let him fly you through life with something, with purpose. Help somebody. Don't do it because you're going to get something back. Because you will. If you do it with meaning. And from your heart. This is the angels. Why shouldn't you be happy? I cried. When I did it, I cried. Because I got so emotional about it. We fought so hard to get there. And these killers didn't want us to get there. I'm not worried about no killers. Maurice, he didn't know the half of me, not even a quarter of me. Because he never took the time. Because he always thought he had me. People that are a little bit too cocky, they get too cocky. But I still consider Maurice anyway. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? You know, to try to keep him close to God. Because he wasn't. And in, in God's house, you know, he had to have not been home for you to be acting like that. Because you don't get in his house and you do that. And it goes for all the uh, bishops and pastors. Like, I, you know, I talk like to a lot of people I've met. And I've, you know, grazed them in a distance sometimes. And I've talked to the bishop from Kings of Kings. And I like the guy. The reason why I like the guy is because he, everybody has flaws. So we can't point the finger at a nobody. But the point I'm trying to say is that he's telling the truth about his life when he talks. Most, pa no, most preachers, they tell the truth about their life, but they say the good part. Most pastors. And he has impressed me in the past when I've been in his presence and he said things like, um, you know, I've sinned today. Sinned yesterday. I'm going to sin them all. <laughs> hey, it sounds funny, but it's true. <clears throat> because I understood what he was saying because God didn't make us perfect. And there's no way you're not going to have a flaw or two. A fetish or two something you like but the best thing you can do is pray to God that the work that you're doing is helping your sins get washed away no matter what because God gave you the ability to do things in a way that you can do it either way but we got our flaws he didn't make us perfect so we're going to be we're going to have those fetishes but the thing about it is the day when people were married God feels like this that's your ball and chain, man. You came before me and you said that that's the one you want, so you better start being the cable guy and she better be the French maid because if you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat on each other, with each other. But when you're single, he didn't expect for you to live that with the person that you with. But if you did, that's even better for you because that lets him know and you know that you really do care about each other to not want to break away from your agreement on being together. So you can use those tools without God feeling like you 
or a nasty person because you use them because he gave them to you to use. He didn't give them to you. That was a part of his, you know, experimenting on you to see how you, uh, you how do you do with the procreation and all that. But the fact of the matter is he gave them to you to use. But when you're married, you have restrictions. You can't, you, you have to, you can't marry that person and be with them and be with someone else because in God's eyes, that's wrong. Now, if you're single and you're with someone, that's different. You, you, you didn't swear yourself before God to that person. You just really actually cheated on them. You know what I'm saying? But it, and in God's eyes, you're not really married. So what, does it, what difference does it make? You know, you know the cost of the game of, you know, being single. So, you know, they, if you want that person, be married then. But then you have a double-edged pendulum that says, well, if you're married, then you can't flirt around with anybody else. So that's the reason why I say, you know, um, you don't feel bad about the things you do sexually. Because I feel that in the Catholic Church, where they messed up at is they made the nuns and the uh, priests celibate. Now, how could you be? Have you seen a nun's face lately? That's the reason why they make the movies of the spooky nun. She's hot, bothered. Probably PMSing. And she ready to, you know, pretty much act like uh, Reagan did in uh, The Exorcist with her neck coming around her head. Because she needs some. And the church tells her that she can't have any. She has to be celibate. Now you're committing a cardinal rule. Putting horny people in the church and the only things available is the kids. Don't do that. Let the priests and the nuns have sociable relationships so they can appropriate. If they choose, not anything without choosing. I'm talking about, look, there's enough men and women in there to satisfy each other if they want to. God didn't say you couldn't do it, but you just couldn't be married and do it. Once you marry each other, that's yours. And he's saying that, so you can't do nobody else. But when you're single, you can procreate. It's nothing nasty about it. He gave you those tools, you know. This is the angels and demons. So you get some perks. You get some perks from it. That'll just calm the steam down. And you hating from other everybody else being able to procreate but you. Because that's what it boils down to. So now just do it. Because God's not going to, he's not going to, on this, he's not, you know what? He would rather for you to be in his house doing it than to be over there lusting with Satan and Lucifer. Lust in his house and keep it contained. He doesn't care what you do, you do in your kingdom that he gives for you in his kingdom. As long as you respect his house and his law. These, this is the angels and demons. You wanted to know. It's not as complicated as what you think on a lot of things. It's simple. 
common sense. It's not too complex. The government makes it complex because they want to, it's about money with them and greed and power. The system does the same thing. It's about money, greed, and power. So why should I jeopardize myself in a situation like this because of my own country taking my wealth, using my money to pay off the national debt with China, and telling me I'm wrong about me speaking up now about the wrongdoing that they did. It's just like the people and the activists in China that are running for their lives because they're speaking against their government. I look at them because I'm one of them. Because my country has adapted their lifestyle. Because the government and them are too much in bed together. They have too much influence on them with the extortion. So they want them to be a certain way. We're not China. Do you remember when the white boy took the pictures off the wall in China? And they caned his ass so bad. What, 10, 10 or 20 lashes on the, with a cane? You know, a cane is a bamboo stick. One flexible one. You know, the one to go, you know, when you hit it. And it tore his ass up so bad. His ass was so hot, still on that plane coming back to the United States. He flew back. He had his bags packed. He flew back to the United States and never went back to China, stealing posters off the wall. They beat his ass. I said, these are white people for you. They think shit's theirs. They be taking shit. And this is a perfect example that I'm talking about with taking my stuff with the Americans doing me like that and the right the white racist ones that has the chinese even being white people to be racist towards me so chinese how do you feel about that and i'm supposed to be a family member i'm supposed to be one in your society as a chinaman am i not i don't know do you still own me or what i don't know i'm not talking about own me i'm talking about own me as me being a family member because I've seen a lot of Chinese in there with my mother. She didn't make it out of there. Being real nice. Killing her softly. While I'm killing you softly. Right now. Don't think I didn't see you. And don't, I, don't think I didn't see Korea either. Everybody was involved with my mother's death. Because your message was to me to tell me that you don't give a fuck about my mother. You just want my money because the United States don't give a fuck about me. And neither do my family. And we're going to fuck you and we're going to take your money and we're going to kill your ass off. Now, am I right? Am I right? I'm speaking for all the free press China, China men and women that are running from their oppressed government that's oppressing them. Do you hear me? Do you speak out for this freedom that I'm trying to extend to you and revolting against our tyrant governments? 
and having propaganda against us in line and saying just because we speak out against their being a, uh, what do you call it, tyrant, we're wrong in society. Now this is your chance to pummel them with the truth. And nothing but the truth, so help me God. Buddha. Allah. Whatever you believe in. If you're Hinduan, whatever. But this is the time to pummel the racist government. And they have your racist government being white with their influence. Because I can't get no respect there. Neither can you. So are we friends or are we foes? I would, prefer, I would prefer to be, you know, friends instead of foe to you, Chinamen, because you're fighting for the same cause, freedom and justice and equality and freedom of press to be able to speak. Am I correct? So, am I not a Chinaman? I come to your aid. You come, I need you. You need me. Because we're, we both have a common enemy, and it's our governments. And they are in bed together. So you fight my fight, I fight yours. We fight our fight together, and we prosper together because we know that this is all about the numbers. So, I just want to have my influence there as far as a lot of things. And I do have a lot of influence and protection. So this is what we do. Blaze X security. Open-eyed security. And safe and secure. All over the world. We can deploy anywhere. And we have a burn notice leverage crime unit that deploys to combat anyone who's been victimized with extortion. You need any help from anything, we will deploy and help you. And believe me, I'm acting in a way of trying to let you know that don't take me lightly. Don't think I'm just telling you this. It's already in effect now. They're gone. They've deployed everywhere. They combat crime. Believe it or not, you'll see some familiar faces. And you wouldn't believe that who they are. But believe them. They're there, they're there to help. Because the more allies about the truth of the angels, the better. Shehan, I love my Chinese people, even though there's some of them don't love me. All right, we have uh, a few more minutes to the show that uh, we can dedicate some, you know, shout outs to. I want to always uh, shout out to my inmates. <laughs> We're still on lockdown. When I get out, you'll get out. 
if you don't get out in reality, you'll be on your way out for some of you because, you know, your time will be a little bit better. And the ones that's in there, your time will be, your ride will be a little bit better. You can write your memoirs and you can do things to make money to take care of you, your family. Because, the, the you know, your talents are being, you know, you know uh, if John Wayne Gacy can make pictures and make a lot of money in there and um, pay his way in a lot of sick ways, then your talents can do something a lot more positive. You know, the lifers. I'm talking to the lifers. Because John Wayne Gacy, he definitely uh, was a uh, psychopath. But, you know, murdering and, and, and doing anything, doing the things he was doing was one of those things that, you know, turned him into a serial killer because he couldn't stop. So when you get to that point, you're talking about lifers. They must have really, really allegedly, I'm going to say lifers. I'm not going to say you did a damn thing but allegedly did the things they did. So all we're trying to do is trying to give them a new look on life and maybe get people like Barry Sheck to not to really look at the fact that it's an extortion deal and you're trying to extort these guys out. Costs a lot of money. A lot of times it don't. But we want to get these people with somebody that can get some type of uh, DNA protection or help to try to get them in a situation that they can look at their case a little bit better. And I, I like the guy. I mean, I know the reasons why they do things, you know, but look at it like this. This is on the good side. This is the angels. So I'm not trying to exclude the Jews or anything like that from anything, you know, uh, you know, fault them for all what Judah did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just looking at it realistically to include them in the goodness too because then they got a gripe. We're not all like that. And in all fairness, it would be right. So we're going to start clean with a clean, a clean slate on the good side with the angels and include everybody. If they, if they, if they fool around and mess it up, it's on their end of it. You know what I mean? And then we can look at it accordingly. But until then... Uh, if it goes smooth, it's a smooth society and everybody's going fine. Because we all got the common goal of succeeding and being an angel with a little naughtiness. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, God knows he didn't make us perfect, but we got to keep it a sane society. We can't let it run amok like it's been running. It's out, of, it's, out, it's, out of, it's out of control. It's crazy. So... We have to check those people that's in charge and make sure that they have those people ready to be prosecuted because we can't keep on letting them do our society like this with all this crime. And our children is growing up into it. We're going to have a hard time trying to get them back on track and be straight because your ass is getting old and you can't be running around with no damn stick or switch trying to whoop their ass and they grown. And the ones inside is missing their children. So they want the ones outside to be able to raise their children right so they don't end up in there like them. So this is what we're trying to do. Save everybody. Old, young, poor. My society, nobody will be poor. You won't be totally rich, but you won't be poor. And you won't be in that category. You'll be 
managing your money. It all depends how your merit is. If you are, you know, somebody that has something that, you know, is, is able to be um, looked at as something profitable as far as you doing it and um, people helping you doing it for, you know, we, we do business, so we do fees. And that way, you know, you never know how things would go out. But right now, I'm just trying to push what I'm doing to try to get it into society to try to make it better. And they're trying to scheme. And that's not working right now. Because I'm not trying to be played. This is serious. I want my mother's foundation money and I want it now. And I say to UPMC, pay your debt. Because if you pay your debt for my mother's uh, mishap, then on the other side, it will be just about paying with other people that talk with you. So you won't, be have, you won't have to pay the whole thing. You just have to pay your percentage. And if you pay your percentage of that, you're out of that. Leave them in the dust. That's what I try to tell you. Leave them lawyers alone when it comes to that. On the, on the higher level, they, they're involved because the simple fact they have to make sure that the president's business is run. He's not allowed to be running any business outside of the governorship of the presidency because the simple fact is they sign over their businesses to their attorneys to have power because they're not allowed to have multitasking like that because they might lose sight of their government job on business. And we think with all this stuff that's going on, we don't see anything going on in the country about business because we can't because we have to set this right with me in order for it to work and have a new beginning because this one they can't keep running like that because they're the demons. We're the angels now. Hey, ball team out there in California, the angels, wouldn't you like to have a spinoff on this? But you can't because you're in the demons. See what I'm saying? Your angels theme would really be good for you right now. I'm good for PR. I'm good for all types of uh, artist development and different things like that sculpting architectural work on you know building I, you know I'm like Howard Stern I can build you up or take you down it's all depends on you I, ain't, I don't go after, after you viciously you have to have done something to me to do that but this is what I do so try to remember me in your thoughts about doing something good because this is the angels you want out that's the only way you can't do it with the demons. Even the females, they know they have to be angels, even though they're naughty. So little naughty angels. Same thing with the guys. You know, I mean, you know, the naughty guys, you know what I'm saying? They're angels, but hey, you got to take the angel theme. Don't you want your mama to go back to church and have to be praying to God with God really actually being home, brother? Your grandmama, she can actually go back to the church. She wasn't going to go in there and pray to no demon. She didn't even want to go to church. So now your grandmama and your mama can go to church, man. You better start listening to your grandmama. All right, peace. Everybody walking the path of the righteous. Tomorrow.